You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, Graham Trainer. Howdy, my number one partners and all my partners out there listening. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You never had a Texas accent, but it's really, it's more it's becoming a mud- of you. It's a muddled mess. It's a Fort Worth, Charlottesville, Jackson hybrid accent. And now it's got that Austin, got Cali Austin slipping in. The Cali Austin. Austin is Austin is the Cali of Texas. Mm-hmm. Are y'all still LA, a part of the union? LATX? LAT. <laughs> Are y'all still a part of the union? No, not allowed. Not allowed back. Oh, okay. Well, I'll get my passport ready and make sure I can come to visit. We have a packed <laughs> show. We have the Final Four this weekend. Uh, locally speaking, we have Gaper Day on Saturday. The weather does Woo! not look like it's going to cooperate, but whatever. Aww. Free music, still very fun. Um, we have the NFL owners meeting? No, coaches meeting where they all get together and they look various forms of out of shape in front of a camera with sun blasting in their face. This is kind of like uh, SEC Media Day, right? Yes, sort of. Yeah. I don't think I ever have one thing to report from it besides some owners chimed in that said um, Lamar Jackson's pretty good at football. Yeah, please, can we trade for him? Yes. Arthur Smith was like, he's pretty good at football. It's like, yeah, <laughs> no. Anyway. He's better than, yeah, he's better than Mariota. We'll yeah. Put it that way. Mariota cut. Now they're going with. Desmond. Desmond. Desmond Ritter Desri- and oh my gosh, not Baker Mayfield's at the Bucks. Who did they yeah. just bring in from with Atlanta? They brought in a somebody very forgettable. Matt Schaub is he still around? <laughs> no, everybody loves Matt Schaub. But before I can I think he had three stints with the Falcons. Is all I mean. I cannot go anywhere further without knowing uh, Taylor Heineke. That's what it is. Oh, that's right. That's right. The Commanders had to say goodbye to Taylor Heineke because they're going with Sam Howell and possibly trading for Lamar, but we'll get to all that. We'll, we'll get to all that. Let's let's lead off with the final four, and then we'll get into our huddle, the uh, segment we do every single week. But the final four has been set. It is the fifth seed, San Diego State, playing the ninth seed, Florida Atlantic University. On the other side, we had the fifth seed, Miami, taking on the fourth seed of UConn. Now, trainer, are you noticing that anything is missing here? I, yeah, I was actually going to ask you something. Yeah. Are, are there any Pac-12 teams in the Final Four? Oh, let me check. No, uh, no. No, there's not. SEC, Big Ten, Big 12? Mm, nope. Uh, ACC? There is one. Miami. ACC. ACC. <laughs> That's right. That's how the ACC feels about their basketball squad, just like the SEC feels about their football teams. Now, last year mm-hmm. we had UNC versus Duke, Kansas versus Villanova. Uh, UNC Ooh. actually was going in an eight seed. The reason they probably snuck into last year's tournament, uh, despite having a, a dreadful year, is because don't forget that they beat Coach K in Cameron Indoor to finish off Coach K's home yes. home career or uh, his home stint. What am I trying to say? He lost his last game at home because he's a loser. Then they played in the Final Four last year, and they went ahead and beat him again. So Coach K lost to UNC twice in the last the last two times it played him. Once 
in the Final Four to send his geriatric self back home to Durham where he can brood for the rest of his life. Now, where were we? Florida. Is that where he retired to? He's not he's not like living in Florida with his with his tie his his dyed hair. No, no, the salt water is not good for it. It'll make it make it ah, bleed. Yeah, it makes sense. Rinse it out. So I kind of want to start off with Miami Yukon. These are the closest things we have to powerhouses. Now, Miami is coached <laughs> by uh oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name. Laranaga? Jim Laranaga. Thank you. Yep. Jim Laranaga. Now Miami beat the 12th seed Drake, the 11th seed Indiana, that uh, the 4th seed Indiana cuz I can't read my own handwriting, the f- number 1 seed Houston and the number 2 seed Texas. Now that is one hell of a resume. They've won some tough games. They've won them all different sides, types of ways. They came back down, they came back from 13 down against Texas in the last 13 minutes to clinch a spot in the final four. And on the other side, you have UConn, who has been steamrolling people. Their closest game has been uh, 15 points, I want to say, against St. Mary's. But they've played number 13-seeded Iona, number 5th-seeded St. Mary's, number 8-seeded Arkansas, and number 3-seeded Gonzaga. They have been absolutely rolling. Dan Hurley. Dan Hurley from the coaching lineage of the Hurley family. The Hurley brothers are coaches. Their father, Coach Hurley. Bobby Hurley. Thank you. Uh, He has been there at at, his fourth year with UConn. Um, I've listened to an interview with him recently that said when he got on campus, he went to Jim Calhoun's office to complain and to gripe about how he doesn't think he can climb the mountain the challenge is that it was before him. And you know what Jim Calhoun said to him? Toughen up. Pull your head out of your boot and, and get to work. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he's got these guys in the final four. Now, trainer, can you give me the lines for this game? I I'm I don't have them written down for some reason. This one is UConn. Yeah, because I did not realize their margin of victory is like 20 per game, which is wild. Um, beat the crap out of Gonzaga. Yeah. yeah. Mark. Mark few and far between. Am I right? They, guys, guys, what's actually, what's a little unlucky for Gonzaga is no matter when they fail in the tournament, we just peg them as failures. Like, Oh, you lost mm-hmm. in the championship game. What a bunch of nerds. Failures. failures. Is at first it was like, they can't get to the sweet 16 and they get to the sweet 16. It's like, you can't get to the final four. They get to the final four. Like actually, can you win the big one? So we just keep moving the goalposts from Gonzaga. It's not that fair, yeah, but yeah, yeah. whatever. I don't like drew Timmy's game. He looks like a fat Gumby. <laughs> with with uh, Massey facial hair, Massey spring skiing facial hair. Oh, I'm about to I'm about to shave myself a yeah. Drew Timmy for Gaper Day for sure. I like it. Uh, the spread is five and a half. Mm-hmm. Wanted to go ahead and shout out Isaiah Wong. I think he won ACC Player of the Year. He's Miami's best player, but he attributed uh, the ACC for being such a gauntlet preparing him for this Final Four run. So shout out to the ACC one more time and Virginia. What up? Let's go ACC. <laughs> ACC. It just means it just means more. First time since '79, there was no one seeds in the Elite Eight, and now we're down to a four seed, a two two five seeds, and a nine seed. First time ever, there's not a one, a two, or a three seed mm-hmm. in the Final Four. Big, big. Last year we had Blue Bloods. Nanners. This year we have. Uh... Yeah, we did. So give me, give me your pick. Are you are you sticking ACC in this one? Uh... Trainer, UConn's favored by five and a half. Is that right? 
Yeah, which is a low spread considering their margin of victory so far. But Miami is an ACC team. UConn, Miami. I like, I think I want to see, yeah, I want to see Larinaga. I want to see him break through and go to the final game. All right. Larinaga is playing up like the grandpa, the grandpa coach, you know? Yeah. He's given like, he's been here grand, before. Yeah. He's given his grandpa dances in the locker room. He's definitely playing it up, being like the chummy, nice guy. If any, I don't, I haven't watched Ted Lasso. I watched a preview for it. He seems like just kind of a chummy, nice guy. I feel like Jim Larinaga is, a, is, is Ted Lasso, but in 30 years. Yes, agree with that. Yeah, it's like it's like Lasso with his with his soccer his soccer team. But as you said, aged forty years. Um, yeah, Larinaga's been here before. I think he's mm-hmm. definitely got to be the only. Yeah, he's the only coach left that's been in the Final Four. He went with uh, George Mason. That's right. Back in like oh six oh five. Back when Big Baby had braces at LSU. I remember that. Man, I was just about to ask you if Big Baby played for George Mason, but he definitely played for LSU on the way to the final for George Mason's way to the final four, right? Yes, and I believe George Mason and Larinaga made JJ Reddick cry in his last Duke game. Oh, um, thank God! I knew I was rooting for him. Yeah, to the final four. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the heel here and go ahead and pick Dan Hurley and his UConn Huskies. They've been rolling. I'll take the UConn and the points. Although I do like Larinaga, we just got to we just got to create content. We're content creators, trainer. Don't wipe that, wipe that disgusted look off your face. No, just... I'm trying to read. No, it's not. I'm not disgusted. Oh. It's, it's just it's weird. Um, I had I had some stats, some number. I think it's in my my critical numbers. I had like 18 of them. But UConn. Oh no, yeah, FA. Sorry, Florida Atlantic. Before the tournament started, was a 301 odds to win the whole thing, and the longest odds winner to ever win. The title is 95 to 1, UConn and Kevin Ollie as head coach in 2014. Oh, nice. That was with um that was with Kimbo, right? That was yeah, that was yeah, that was Kimba. Correct. Um, also, it's worth pointing out, just as we're talking about the final four, we're gonna get to the next game here shortly. But I there are 37. Where in the world did I write that down? Yes, I do still write things because uh, I'm old school. 37 out of 20 million brackets got the final four correct. God, that is how point many? 37. That's a lot. I, I mean, I know that was, I thought that was wrong when I read it correct first time. But if we like want to, yeah, if we want to put it percentage wise, there are five decimals or five zeros after the decimal place. One eight five. So zero 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 zero. One eight five percent got it right. Anyway, let's go on the other side in the in the day slate, so to speak, or the first game. We have San Diego State. They are a number. They are a five seed, and FAU, Florida Atlantic, the nine seed. A nine. I'm not sure if a nine seed's ever made the Final Four. Probably. I think George Mason was up there. They were. They were. 12. They were eleven. Yeah, they could have been. I believe VCU. Shaka Smart. Oh, got right, VCU right. there is like a. 11 he, i think he was one of the 11 first game teams the, fir- the first the first games that play on wednesday tuesday wednesday yeah before yeah. the tournament yeah oh wow i didn't realize that okay extra game here we go san diego state beat number uh 12 seeded charleston 13 seeded Furman, one seeded alabama six seeded six seeded crotton it's creighton i know crotton um and as brian dutcher dutcher in his sixth year as head coach now 
San Diego State is coming out of the Mountain West, which last tournament, if you remember, they got eliminated in 10 hours last mm-hmm. tournament. So here they are representing the Mountain West. They lost to uh, Creighton in the first round last year, so they got a little bit of a re- revenge there in the Elite Eight on their way to the Final Four. Now, during their COVID year, I think they had 30 wins. So they are not uh, they're not used to the Final Four, but they are, have, have had recent success. Now, FAU... I think their program might be three years old. They beat eight-seeded Memphis, 16-seeded Farley, Farley Dickinson. Don't forget about those guys. They beat Purdue to become the second, the second team, 16-seeded team to beat a number one seed. And then FAU went on, went on to beat four-seeded Tennessee and three-seeded Kansas State. Kansas State, kind of the darlings of this tournament. So FAU beat them. Tech. Toss them aside as Dusty May and his FAU Owls advance to the Final Four. Now, he's in his fifth year as head coach. He's only his best season with the Owls. He had 19 wins. So, right now, he's at 35 and three. And, trainer, give me that line. I think it's close. One and a half. Very close. Whoa. It's less than two free throws. <laughs> I actually gave that a moment's thought. I was like, he is right. He is right. Okay. How do we feel? I know feel? my basketball. Yeah, yeah. How do we feel as being being college football ex- football, college basketball ex- experts like we are? Am I over-caffeinated? I can't use my mouth to form words right now. You got it. You're just excited about Mountain West finally breaking through their first ever final uh, lead eight to start. And now oh, nice. final four appearance for a team. Obviously, San Diego State, their first – appearance here too oh man i feel like yeah the aztecs have they've been a perennial tournament team yes for a long long time i feel like they're around in the aughts they're around maybe the early aughts as well as kind of like that you know like which those old like wichita states maybe gonzaga before them they Mm -hmm. were kind of like you know and now they've kind of finally broken through made it to the final weekend and yeah i'm gonna roll with san diego state miami all right, I have not watched San Diego State. I've, I've how about this? I've watched Florida Atlantic more than I've watched San Diego State. Yeah, and I like their colors, red, white, and blue. So they kind of remind me of the Pelicans. Yeah, a little bit. Pel- yeah, Pelicans. They have a little. Pelicans have a lot of colors. I feel like they're kind of bringing back the old jazz colors too, the old yeah. Mardi Gras stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm going yeah. FAU. Who's All Florida. Favorite? All four, can you handle an all Florida final, Florida-Bama Shore, that rivalry? You can you can stomach that? Or you want UConn to win? Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's <laughs> nice pointing out that, I mean, look at this. So you have Miami, you have Boca Raton, and you have San Diego. The people from UConn, let me check this real quick, but the people from UConn are definitely making the trip to Houston. They've had enough of Father Winter. They're, they're going to be like, no, we've had – We've had enough winners. Get, buy us plane tickets. We're going to Houston. Whereas Miami's like, ah, Houston, San Diego, yeah. San Diego, yeah. Houston. Boca Raton, golf, golf short. I mean, a golf school, right? I forget which side. It's on the very end. Because you say third, you're a third coast who. That's right, baby. You're from Mobile. Is, this, is a, this is a third it's coast. It's going to be raining Final all Four. weekend in Hartford. It's going to be raining this all a- weekend in Hartford. So. But it's a tri a tri coastal Final Four. Just realize that Pacific Atlantic Gulf. If 
the research is done and FAU is considered a golf team or not. <laughs> yeah. Pending, don't pending research. Don't department. worry. We have Todd on the case. So right now I have uh, UConn and FAU in the finals. I'm going to go ahead and pick UConn to win the whole thing. Wow. That's wild. Think about Calhoun, Kevin Atlantic, Ollie. Atlantic. Damn it. Just, just north another, of Miami. Another historical moment for this Final Four. Um, yeah, Jim Calhoun, Kevin Ollie, and Hurley all winning a championship as UConn's coach. That's three different coaches in three different decades. It's pretty wild. That's that pretty happens. cool. I like that. Yeah. That's all right. It's all right. Big East is back. Mountain West is back or here. Big East is back in a big way. Patino's at St. John's. So oh, yeah. is there anything else we want to bring up before we huddle up? I feel like we, I, I might've missed something before if we don't, if I don't ask. No, you're good. I had a fun stat on FAU, uh, FAU in Boca Raton, their home capacity in their in their home court is 2900 people students friends family and Whoa. they're playing in houston where the capacity is 71,000 people for the final four it's pretty pretty big discrepancy there so that's exciting stuff that's good for them uh i we mentioned at the top of the show that it is gaper day um it's gonna snow this year so don't worry about burning down all the smoke shacks like we did two years ago but uh it is gonna be fun we got free music on the square uh, the Revivalist on Friday night. We got the Future Birds opening up for mm. Ryan Bingham on Saturday. Very excited about my birds. Um, oh, the, the Yellowstone actor? <laughs> yeah, that guy. He's a singer-songwriter, in case you didn't know. Uh, I saw him at the Center for the Arts. Plug the Center for the Arts right there. Yeah, I, saw I did him, too. I don't know, back when Kevin Ollie won a title for UConn. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's huddle up. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week. Something you are stuck on, your quote – slash question of the week you have a flex option there and your goat of the week now train what's up wait wait don't don't try to don't try to breeze past i want to see your mock draft massey because i'll show you mine oh are we doing that i forgot that's okay i i have i'll just do we'll do one for this week this right, one's fun because i want to hear it there's been an ascension of a new quarterback so it's getting pretty fun up here this one has panthers one bryce young texans two cj stroud cards picking some guy named Will, something from Alabama Mo- Mobile or University or something. I've heard, I've um, heard of them. Colts, Will Levis is Whoa. now creeping into, into um, Jim Irsay's top four. Uh, Seahawks, Hendon Hooker I've, is starting to he's ascend. Starting to at, I've seen that. We might have, and then Anthony Richardson could go to the Lions, Raiders, or Falcons at six, seven, or eight. We might have five quarterbacks picked in the top eight, seven, or six. That would be bananas. That would be bananas. And and I like how Anthony's, Anthony Richardson has cooled back off. I think that makes sense. Where did he go? What did he do? Did his hands shrink? What happened? I don't know. People got really excited about him. <laughs> I'm I'm seeing in my mind's eye, I'm, think, I'm seeing CJ Stroud number one in my yeah. brain. Same. The Texans can do almost what whatever they – they might have Bryce Young. That might be uh, – Oh my gosh, why am I blanking on everyone? But I'm thinking CJ Stroud first. I think I like Anthony Richardson above Will Levitz, mm-hmm. but let's let's keep him down in the six seven range. But I like that I like that Hooker's making I like Hooker a lot. He had a great season at Tennessee. It's kind of a kind of a Joe Burrow-ish like college football. Where did this guy come from? And the team played well. They didn't win a national championship going defeated, obviously, but 
pretty exciting stuff. And he got hurt, and he's still getting a lot of love for this draft. He's got a cannon. He does have a cannon. Um, and he's played in more mean. He's won and played in more meaningful games than Anthony Richardson. So I, I put him sure. above the, him too. All right, you're gonna have to start with the good news because I have a tickle in my throat and I'm about oh. to cough all over this mic. You're good. I got I got a quick one. Um, so nobody wants Zeke, and Shocking. I guess if he's I guess if he's cheap enough, bring him back, put him back at at center. Have old Pancake Zeke back there blocking the defensive line. No, oh, I'm not going to hate it. Worst case scenario, instead of tanking for a coach this year, Massey, mm-hmm. if Zeke comes back and he plays center and we we suck because Dak sucks, we tank for Caleb Williams? Tanking for Caleb Williams. All, sure, man. Whatever you got. cards. However you want to come to terms with your Cowboys fanship, you know? That, that, that's what I got right now. Yeah, you got – still looking at the future. You made it to the playoffs, and you just can't even consider the fact that you're stuck with Dak Prescott for a couple more years. We lost to Brock Purdy. I mean, he's like a – You lost you know. to Kyle Shanahan, who's a genius. True. Um, so, yeah, you have that to – I mean, they made it to the Super – they made it to the NFC Championship. Right? They did. The San Francisco's 49ers? Oh, I thought the Cowboys did. I was like, did I fall asleep? Yes, the Niners did make it to the NFC Championship. Two games – two years in a row, lost – both to the Eagles this year and the Rams year before. So pretty good. That's yeah. You can put your, you can hang your, you can hang your hat on that. All right, trainer, we got to get in the huddle. What's your good news of the week? That was it. Zeke is possibly going to be cheap and he's coming back. So oh. a reunion, a reunion after maybe a two week break, it's, like, it's like Brady retiring. He's just going to come back. He's going to retire from the Cowboys, come back a Cowboy. It's all good. Um, quick plug here. My good news of the week, in, in case you're getting all caught up in the John Morant news about flashing guns and uh, sketchy establishment, our man, Malcolm Brogdon, he, in one week, he went and talked to the president about criminal justice reform and spoke in front of the United Nation about access to clean water in nations who are drying up. Just, just to throw the good news out there. To contrast all the negativity that we've seen surrounding some NBA players of least. So thank you, Malcolm Brogdon, class of two thousand and oh, I don't know, twelve, thirteen. Brogdon? Yeah. Uh we, we did graduate. He was in that elite uh probably sixteen. I think when we lost the Elite Eight, that was his last year. Not to bring up, you know, t- hard times. Yes. I think that was his his final game. London Prontes and Malcolm Brogdon together. Yeah. Perfect. Um so I have some other good news too. It's a uh-huh. new it's a new record. You ready? A new world record? Yes. Kyrie has destroyed his new <laughs> franchise in record time. Stop the clock, Luca. Bastard. <laughs> Stop the stopwatch. It is already over. He's complaining at the fans. Luca Doncic hasn't smiled in a month. What's mm-hmm. happening? What's happening, trainer? I need to know. How did we not see this coming? Yeah, we didn't say anything negative about Kyrie when he got traded to the Mavs. I was all excited. I didn't play funeral music to begin the show. Please don't. <laughs> please go back and listen to that episode. Download, subscribe, review, rate, and tell your friends. But the good news, Massey, mm-hmm. Silver Linings play, Silver Linings playbook. Kyrie had a young, not young man, an older man, kicked out who was wearing a Washington Redskins baseball cap. Oh, that's because Dallas doesn't like the Reds, the 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 Washington franchise because they're both in the NFC South. Embra- embracing his Dallas roots, Kyrie is so positive All right. spin. All yeah. right, gosh, Kyrie just does not care about basketball. 
It's like, dude, just... or, any, or anybody else. Like, yeah. People still want to play with him. I, I don't know. He's yeah. He's upsetting. <laughs> All right, trainer. Give me your critical number of the week. 11.5. Uh, I don't know. There is, according to the casino sport books, we were talking about uh, legalized gambling off the air. You and I were, uh, there are three teams that are projected to uh, have 11.5. That's their over under on wins this year. Can you name them? How many? Three. Oh, wow. I know the saints are at nine and a half. That's not bad. Is I know. I was like, dude, just hammer that under. Um, and those are the 11 and a half is the top. Yes. Top tier. Top tier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chiefs. Yep. Are they going to run back the Eagles? Eagles? No, they're one below. They're 10 and a half. You're close. Oh my gosh. I can't think of anybody. Uh, Chiefs Buffalo. 10 and a half as well. All right. What? Who? Who else? We, who, we mentioned Cincinnati. No. Cincinnati. We want. We mentioned Burrow. Yeah. Eleven and a half for for them as wow. well. Wow. Really? They play in a hard division. Um. All right. Give me. Uh, is it is it AFC or NFC? NFC. They made the conference title game two years in a row. We just talked about them. Brock uh, Purdy. Oh, the 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 49ers. How in the 49ers. world are they giving the 49ers an eleven and a half point? 11 and a half games when their quarterback options are Brock Purdy or Trey Lance. <laughs> well, Tom Brady, Tom Brady still hasn't double retired yet. And okay. they have pretty sick offensive weapons, pretty good line and an awesome defense and the genius Kyle Shanahan. That's just surprising. I feel like, I feel like it's high. It's high. It's just when, when the season starts, I'm always like the 49ers might be bad. And then somewhere, and somewhere in November, yeah. I'm like, the 49ers are always good. How do I never remember this? Yeah, they're coming off. They won like 10 in a row. They, I mean, they're in a – it's kind of crazy. The NFC West used to be a gaudy division, and now it's like, can the Seahawks be good again? And the other two teams are in the toilet. So yeah. when you think about it, it makes sense. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll clean up in the NFC West. You're right. Um, my critical number is this week. I, I can't believe we haven't talked about this, but there have been four offers of six billion dollars for the Washington <laughs> Commanders trainer. Six billion. Can you guess how much money Dan Snyder bought the Commanders wait, for wait. back in nineteen ninety eight? I think you've I think you've uh, retroactively critical numbered this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. 500 million or something. Yeah, we'll call it 800 million dollars. He Ooh, absolutely ran this business into the ground. <sighs> Sexual misconduct allegations. Um the rich get richer. Yada yada yada, name it, name it. Uh fraudulent money, embezzling money. Tried to kill Jalen Hurts with a stadium. Tried to ki- tr- attempted murder of Jalen Hurts. Um hasn't kept up with the facilities. Doesn't know how to sell jerseys. He's going told to make, a grandmother told a grandmother she couldn't have her season ticket money back after COVID. Uh, yeah, um, that? scammed a bunch of elderly people selling long yes. distance phone service <laughs> when they didn't need it. Mm. He made five point two billion dollars. Ugh, disgusting. Failing forward, the Cliff Kingsbury method. All right, so uh, Snyder is apparently out of the country. He is over in London. Uh, so he's. Continue to deny or, excuse me, won't consent to an interview. The Mary Jo White investigation will release its findings. He's already in London. Everyone predicts that he's just going to stay out of the spotlight 
and be in foggy London town as an anonymous billionaire and uh, live out his life, live out his days. His son, Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, Jerry Snyder. Oh, cool spelling. He's he's uh, unenrolled in App State where he was playing college football. They're gone. They're out. All the money is going to be funneled into some sort of Cayman bank account, offshore bank account, and he'll live tax-free just like all the other billionaires do overseas. Will he invest in the live tour or will he buy a British soccer club? If I was him, I would just probably take it easy. You think so? Buy buy a yacht in the British Virgin Islands and he's got a yacht already. You mean a bigger yacht? Another another yacht. Another yacht. Did uh, he name his kid after Jerry Jones and change the spelling? By the way, because he idolizes Jerry Jones. Yeah, that's maybe. embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Uh, I have another critical number. Mm-hmm. Five hundred. Five hundred. Uh, I don't know. The Pelicans are back to 538 and 38. <laughs> they are the eighth, currently the eighth seed as of the, this afternoon as, when we're recording. It's not afternoon, it's night, it's late. Um, they're half game in front of the Lakers and one game in front of the Thunders. Just thought I'd say it because the Pelicans were the down thunders. in the dumpsters. Did I say Thunders? Lightning. The thunders. Light Lakers and the Thunder. Thunder. Play in game and the Thunder. And who's below them? It's the Mavericks. Clap, clap, Mavericks and the Thunders. <laughs> <laughs> we're so funny. God, we're so funny. Oh, oh man. Give what me, a give brutal me. time for the Mavericks. And you were actually just being professional. You said afternoon because we are on 89.1 K-12, 2 p.m. afternoon, mountain time. And wherever you get your podcast, look us up. Teton Sports Talk. Thank you for the plug there. Please just mm. download the podcast and give us a rate and review. It's really going to help us become regionally famous at some point. If I get recognized in the grocery store, I'll be stoked. Um, Okay. All right. What's your stuck on this week, trainer? This is uh, Graham feels as old as Jim Laranaga stat of the week, but a stuck. Uh, Carlos Boozer, Mm -hmm. Dewan Wagner. Remember him from Memphis? Memphis, uh, The Memphis uh, Tigers and LeBron James. They were all 2003 Cavalier, Cleveland Cavalier teammates together. They all have sons playing in the all-american game okay yeah i wasn't ready for that no no that makes you feel old lebron james carlos boozer and who else dewan wagner yeah all right Mm -hmm. yeah getting old is Bronny that good oh (laughs) whoa serious question um yeah damn I, i gotta study more tape i will i didn't he's not in the he wasn't in the tournament didn't get to watch him um does he skip college think, and go play overseas? I guess so, because unless they make a LeBron clause and allow the back to the old Dwight Howard, Kevin Garnett, Kobe years where you can skip college entirely and not have to go play overseas in order to get to the NBA. Um, I think so, unless he unless he does what his dad never did, went to Ohio State, because I feel like LeBron probably still complains about not going to college for one year. You Maybe. Know? He probably play, he probably would play at like USC or UCLA in my opinion. Virginia? Tony Bennett could take on Bronny? Tony Bennett doesn't want that. He needs I, it. I want, sco- I want some scoring if he's good. I don't I don't know. I'm not saying know. I don't want it. I could I could use a shot of adrenaline in the Cavaliers. Everyone's leaving. 
We had LeBron courts. We already have Seth Curry courtside. Good what point. if we have LeBron courtside for, That'd be for dope. NBA games? I'd probably, I'd probably fly back there for a little bit. All right, my stuck on, which I think we've already said before, but the Lamar Jackson saga is getting weirder and weirder. Now you have some things to bring up about Lamar Jackson, but there are reports coming out that he has got a he's a got a bad diet. He's injury prone. He's got Ooh. poor sleeping patterns. Now it feels like just the PR team is leaking things to reporters just to have them tweet it to diminish Lamar's mm, character. Character, I guess. Flaw, character flaws. What can you can you elaborate quickly on the diet and sleeping stuff? Because I what have not the, heard this. No, this was this was a random like a ho- tweet like hot by like dogs Chris, and Chris Helmsworth or something. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Thor? <laughs> the Thor actor. You, did, you didn't know Thor was was uh, was deep in the free agency game. God, Marvel's gotten that bad. Where Chris Hemsworth, he's a, he's a uh, big, struggling big J journalist. Yeah, he's, he's struggling as a Thor actor. Damn it. I don't know, dude. I always no see I just no. relax. Everybody relax. All yeah, right. Well, so Lamar Jackson, down, Lamar Jackson has requested trade. And after all this going back and forth, it, it the Ravens are sitting there saying, we've non-exclusive franchise tagged you. We really want someone to make an offer. When that person makes the offer, we will understand what the market is for you and counter offer with it and thus retain Lamar Jackson, right? That's what the Ravens think. Oh, he doesn't he, he doesn't have an agent, so we can kind of leverage a little bit. Maybe we can squeeze him. But what they're not realizing is that Lamar Jackson is a human being and has probably wrecked his relationship with the Ravens. He probably does not want to play with for the Ravens anymore because instead of having someone field all the really crappy offers that the NFL franchise's offer team and it never getting back to Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson took that call and listened to the offer, which is probably insulting. I think we're getting to a point with the Lamar Jackson saga that the Ravens have diminished his trade value, so they've hurt him themselves, and they've wrecked the relationship with Lamar, and Lamar might not play for them next year regardless. Oh, it's true. And you know who, you know who kind of started all of this? Who? Their uh, in-division rivals, the Cleveland Browns, by Deshaun signing Deshaining. Deshaun Watson signing Deshaun Watson to that fully guaranteed the contract, sex criminal Deshaun Watson NBA contract that NFL owners do not want to dip their toes into because that sets a precedent. So yeah, but don't we realize that like that the Ravens were lucky to get them at pick number thirty two back in two thousand eighteen? Like yeah, the Ravens were about to be in a world of trouble if Lamar Jackson did not fall into the lap. Give that guy some respect. No, I totally agree. And they've not really, I mean, they've surrounded him with what? Uh, Hollywood Brown. Who they, they traded? Moved, moved on from. Mark Andrews is, he plays half his games. He's not Travis Kelsey. He's good. He's not the best tight end. And then they got Bateman, who's in year two. And then they have, they don't have the old, <clears throat> the old Ravens defenses. J.K. Dobbins can't stay healthy. They really can't put anybody on offense around him. So it's not, it's not Lamar's fault. Yes, he's had some injuries, but he's still like one of the best 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. It's yeah, and guess what? Most bet, most important position in sports, right? NFL quarterback. Now, it is also worth mentioning that the Ravens, the former Ravens players, have said that the uh, this is not the athletic department recovery. Scotty? 
You go to the oh. guy, he must physical therapists, trainers, the trainers, trainers are not the training right staff and the doctors for Baltimore are historically bad. Like if you start adding some things up, they're having people that just are six months out of ACL surgery doing explosive drills. There's a lot of reports and under and like grumblings that the Ravens training staff is hmm. god awful and years behind the curve. Got it. So not like, but not uh chargers bad where you stab tyrod taylor with a, a needle and it ruins his career like <laughs> not that bad. a butterfly flaps his rings and now justin herbert's one of gonna be a super bowl champion um also like or the doll or the dolphin staff with Tua this year yeah <laughs> like that besides some, them there, there are, are a few bad ones, ones. There are the, bad the AFC, <laughs> afc afc the afc has elite quarterbacks and subpar training staff no AFC, one to take care go. of them no one to take care of them Man, when two was hobbling around out there, my first inclination he looks a little was tired. Like, like his he might have been a back. Was that his back? I mean, it could have been at least eighty five degrees. He's probably just having a heat stroke. Yeah, jeez, it's hot. Have you have you been have you seen the humidity? Um, yeah. Okay. Enough about Lamar. Do you have anything else about Lamar? Because that really gets gets no, I did, me going. I, I saw I saw something funny about uh, there's a rapper named Meek Mill. I don't know if you. If you tune into Meek Mill Radio on Spotify, Massey. He's from Philadelphia. Um, he is. He was recruited and signed by T.I., a uh, favorite of this show, our outro music. Yeah. Uh, tip T.I. Harris. Um, and Meek Mill texted Bob Kraft and said that Lamar wanted to play for the Patriots. And I really want to know more about Meek Mill and Bob Kraft's relationship and what they text about besides this, <laughs> by the way. But it just it's funny, the recruitment that's going on behind the scenes didn't didn't Kraft like go ahead and offer this information? It wasn't yeah. it wasn't public information. He was like, "Well, it's not up to me. It's up to Belichick." Meek Mill, I had to tell Meek, "Sorry, man, that's above my head." It's like, "Well, Rob, you're the owner. Yeah. You're that's not well, above your head." Yeah, it's just Meek Meek Mill. Like he's thirty. I mean, he's thirty six years old. I would think like Bob Kraft's texting with Jim Laranaga. Maybe I just think grandpas text grandpas, but. I'm probably wrong. Oh, dude, Just we're gonna be a- so hip when we're old, man. We're gonna be, te- uh, <laughs> we're gonna be texting 36 year old badass rappers mm. that haven't even been. They wasn't I'm even forward to it. Yeah, I can't can't wait to be Rob Kraft. Um, seemed like Bill Belichick kind of wanted Lamar Jackson at some point in time. Weren't they flirting, flirting with the idea of going to the Patriots during the draft? Maybe Bill wanted him, and and the Patriots staff wanted somebody else. I can't remember. Peace offering. Peace offering because they Bob Kraft wanted to stick with Brady longer than Belichick wanted to, and maybe this will be the this would be the way for them to we <clears throat> eventually we'll get back into Love Is Blind side. Maybe this is the the child they have together that brings the oh the marriage. family back. Yeah, nothing like getting pregnant to fix a marriage that that Correct. works every time. We should start making some love advice, love advice on this show. You got you got some relationship issues. Don't worry. Trainer and I got you covered. Um, give me your quote slash question of the week, Trainer. Oh, I did have a, a quick one that was yeah. related to what you asked about Dan Snyder, and then I have my second one, we've, which is something we've already touched on. Wow, the organization is worth that much, and you know, I couldn't get a free coffee. Mike oh Daniels God. talking about his time working for no. Washington no. Redskins Football way. Club or Commanders. I'm not sure which one he coached no for, way. but he was a yeah, he's on the coaching tree. Is yeah, that a real? Yeah. Is that a maybe that's how Dan made it all his money? He was like, No, I just own the building. 
Anything inside the building, you're going to have to pay for, bro. You bring your own Keurig pods to practice there, bud. Is it like a um, park? Do they have parking meters outside in the player's parking lot? <laughs> Jeez, what a cheapo. I used to, my second quote, I used to have really fun smiling on on court, but it's been frustrating for a lot of reasons, not just basketball. Uh-oh. That's Luca Dodson. You're gonna be all right, trainer. You're gonna be all right. It's not tired a two-year bearing, contract. Tired of burying sports teams, Massey. Yeah. Well, Luca does not look One, like he's having fun. I had to, I buried a team in January, the Cowboys. I buried a team in February-ish, March, Virginia Cavaliers basketball. Now I'm burying the Mavericks in March. I I'm kind of at my wits end. Opening days tomorrow, and the Rangers have Jake Degrom, which is good. But hey. Been a, it's been a lot of a lot of sadness. All right. Well, I, I, I I'm I'm sorry, sorta. Not really. Yeah, tissue. <laughs> Kyrie. All right. I got a quote here from the NFL, from the man mm. on top. I don't think we're putting Amazon over our players. We look mm. at data with respect to injuries and impact on players. Sure. I think we have data that's very clear. It doesn't show a higher injury rate. Oh, Roger. That's. Well said. Now, we're not talking about grass versus turf here. We're talking about teams having to play on Thursday night. Now, you it used to be that the max number of games a team can play in a season on Thursday night was one, and they just bumped that up to two. Players hate playing on Thursday night, and Roger Goodell, he's just so good at his job. He's just so good at his job for making himself the most hateable person the NFL has ever seen and to protect his billionaire buddies and to keep getting paid $40 million a year to be America's punching bag. Are yeah. You, he's you, he's an evil. Okay? Oh yeah. No, you didn't do the, you didn't do the thing where your face goes away from the microphone. So I got really confused. Um, Oh, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm a creature of habit. Um, he's basically an evil robot. He's kind of like uh, if C3PO was a Sith Lord and, you know, cause he's, you know, he is a robot. He's a, he's a droid. So he just repeats things or he just, you know, reads whatever the owners tell him, the script they give him. And yeah, obviously they're going to put as many good teams. So the, the problem is the good teams are going to get punished for this mm-hmm. because they're going to want to put Amazon. They're going to want to put good teams on Amazon. Not, you know, well, who's bad these days? Texans versus Colts. They're not going right. to play that game on Amazon. So they're not going to have to play any Thursday night games. They're just going to have Sunday games throughout and be happy and healthy. Kirk Herbstreit and Al Michaels going to get some good games this year. They were very critical last year. <laughs> Al Michaels was he was sounding a little, little senile. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Get out of bed for this. Could have just bet horse racing all day. Kirk, don't you do college? Who are you? Yeah, you're not Ron. Um, yeah, it's it's obvious. It's they just want to make more money. Amazon's becoming a bigger and bigger platform. Everyone's got it. They're going to have Thursday night football, and they want the big games when it. Roger Goodell addressing this almost makes it sound more of a lie, you know? You don't have yeah. to lie directly to my face, Roger. Like, that, that, you, it kind of hurts my feelings that you think that I'm not dumb, especially when you throw in data, the word data and, and the science and the research, those three words. Like, you got you to gotta be kidding me. There's not one football player that's like, yes, Thursday night, this is the best. All eyes on me. No, they're all pissed off. I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, it is just, it's just a web of lies from Roger Goodell continues to be, do you, do you say data or data? Data, data, data. I think I probably say data. Crichton data, Creighton data. Yeah. I don't know. How do you say it? I think data. I think I say data more. I listeners love this debate. All right, let's get to the, our goat of the week and we can wrap up the show. Trainer, give me your goat of the week. Oh, I've got so many, Massey. Um, I want to go with Aaron Hernandez's brother throwing a brick at the ESPN building. On yeah, that, guy, that was pretty That big. guy needs some help. That guy, he threw a brick. He took an Uber to go commit a crime. <laughs> He's like, I got to move out of my mom's house. I'm out of here. Let's, I'm going to throw a brick at ESPN. That'll get me in jail. At least have three square meals a day. I guess I got a three-way tie. Him? This Chiefs fan who dresses like a big rat or something, he got arrested for armed robbery, armed bank robbery. So Chiefs fan gets arrested. You for don't armed know bank about robbery. Chiefsaholic? Chiefs? Oh I, no, I haven't heard about him. Is, <laughs> I know is, way is too tic- much about Chiefsaholic. Is he on TikTok or something? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know any of his social media platforms. But but this guy has been going to away games, and mm. on his way to the away games, he's been robbing banks. What is he dressed as, by the way, first? Sorry, I think first, he's a wolf. Oh, he's a wolf. Okay. A chief wolf. Got uh, <laughs> uh, so he's been he's been robbing banks and spending that money on his like <laughs> vacations to Chiefs away games. Um he got he eventually got arrested. I think he even robbed a couple banks in the costume. He got arrested and is out on uh and is out on bond. He also cashed a huge bet for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl this year. He cuts off like that. He cuts off his ankle bracelet and is on the run right now. He's an American <laughs> hero. It's right up there yeah, F- next to Harvey Updike. So we got Chiefsaholic and the Taco Bell Boys, FBI's most wanted. <laughs> Chiefsaholic, Taco <laughs> Bell Boys, and Harvey Updike. I think Harvey Updike might be dead. <laughs> But uh, my last one, is, my last one is Derek Wolf. Did dude, you see this Derek Wolf guy? Cheeseaholic! Oh, oh gosh, that guy's a legend. All right, who's Derek Wolf? I'm so happy another... that you didn't know who Cheeseaholic was. I thought I, that was an overplayed story. No, I know I hadn't. I hadn't uh, dipped in that wormhole yet. Uh, Derek Wolf is a, I think, a former Broncos defensive player who said he would take Adderall and drop mushrooms, microdose, bro, uh, before games, and he played a game two weeks after being paralyzed for three hours, speaking of bad trainers Whoa. and training staffs, but dro- dropping mushrooms and Adderall before game. I mean, these guys are, these guys are bananas. Who are these people? Yeah, that guy, I, I took a look at him. He's a hundred percent descended from Vikings. If you just take a qu- quick glance oh. at him, um, <laughs> but taking Adderall and mushrooms, that would be awesome. Oh. I think, I think I've figured out what I'm going to do for gay per day. And it's just pull oh. my pull my brain in two opposite directions. <laughs> just being like, whoa, what is that? Wait a minute, stay focused. You have to stay focused. What's the you have to ski hard? Oh man, has that tree always been there? <laughs> what what run am I on? It's really pretty out. Ski faster, ski faster. <laughs> is that is that ski hut burning? Oh hey, Ryan Bingham. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> if I took Mushrooms and Adderall at the same time, I'd have to be by myself with access to the internet, but also in nature. So not playing an NFL game? I don't think I could probably play an NFL game doing that. (laughs) (laughs) What a badass. (laughs) Make things harder on you. Maybe maybe it focused him. I don't know. Mushrooms do crazy stuff. The science behind mushroom is not that well known. It's not that well known. 
and some people like regain their hearing and other people see God. So I don't I don't really know. All right, you ready for my go to the week? This is actually pretty interesting. Yep. Pat McAfee. Oh. So he's being sued by Brett Favre, right? Yes. So Pat McAfee. For slander, for slander correct? For, for defamation. For, he, def, he was the one who brought up or was the first to report the fraud or whatever. Is that correct? I can't remember. He, he might have like, I can't remember why it is because he's also su- yeah. suing Shannon Sharp. And these are two animated people that do sports take radio. So, right, right, right. So Pat McAfee is allowing the defamation suit against him to go to federal court in Mississippi. The the feds is better to be in federal court than local court because as the article points out, it was filed in Lamar County, Mississippi. Now, if you're wondering where Lamar County is, it's just outside of Hattiesburg where Southern Miss is located, Brett Favre's alma mater. Now, I think there would probably be some home cooking in the local court mm. system right outside of Hattiesburg for Brett Favre, if you do see, if you please. Now, I saw a quote here from Brett Favre's attorney, Eric Hirschman. And I was like, why does that name sound familiar? Does that name sound familiar to you? Personally? Yeah. Hirschman? No. Yeah. Okay, well, he represented Citibank's audit department. That was two recessions ago. Remember that? Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. He uh-huh. served as Trump's att- uh, attorney during his first impeachment. Hmm. And he reportedly leaked all the emails about Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> So, what did Hirschman, Eric. <laughs> Eric? So, what did Eric say about the case? Well, I guarantee you, the jury in Mississippi will make certain he learns how to apologize. He goes on Ooh. to say that this will cost Pat McAfee millions of dollars, and if it bankrupts McAfee, he will have learned his lesson. Another great usage of the American court system. Trainer might as well go ahead and bankrupt somebody who said something mean about my client. Hell. <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get you with the court systems. Counselor, this man over here, he works for Barstool Sports, and I feel that he is a big piece of doo-doo, and I want to (laughs) make sure he spends the rest of his life behind bars. Now, what's great about defamation uh, uh, suits, excuse me, Favre will have to prove that his reputation was damaged, thus having to establish where his reputation is currently standing. Now, if you have anything, if you have, if, don't have a short-term memory here because lest we forget about uh, the sexting and Crocs photo Brett Favre was sharing with some coworkers. Besides the fact he was embezzling money from a welfare program in Mississippi, so I can't wait. I can't wait to watch Eric Eric Hirschman get on Hirschman. camera in Southern Mississippi and just start sweating through his his seersucker suit. Like what that guy, Atticus and Mockingbird, whatever you know what I'm saying. It's Mockingbird, like, whatever, whatever. <laughs> love it. To, to, to kill, kill to Mock- kill a McAfee, except for, to kill a McAfee. Except for Atticus was the good guy. Damn, Matlock, ah, uh, good guy. Um, I don't yeah. know, I don't know. So no, I just evil, can't wait to lawyers. watch this play out. Evil lawyers, evil lawyers are better. They're always more fun. Johnny Cochran, what's up? My cousin <laughs> Vinny. No, he was a good guy too. No, he's good. He's a good guy. He was a he was like an antihero. Is this going to be on Amazon? This uh, court <laughs> sports fans. That is sports. all the time we have for you this week. Please download our podcast wherever podcasts are available. Uh, Spotify, Apple's. We also have an Instagram, Teton Sports Talk, with a link to our podcast page. 
All right, guys. I'd like to thank Trainer as always. That's it, and that's all.